The words of the Lord are pure words, as silver tried in a furnace of earth, purified seven times. Thou shalt keep them, O Lord, thou shalt preserve them from this generation forever. For as the rain cometh down, and the snow from heaven, and returneth not thither, but watereth the earth, and maketh it bring forth in bud, that it may give seed to the sower, and bread to the eater, so shall my word be that goeth forth out of my mouth. It shall not return unto me void, but it shall accomplish that which I please, and it shall prosper in the thing whereto I send it. Welcome to another program with Truths to Live By, a ministry of Harriman Baptist Tabernacle in Harriman, Tennessee. You're listening to Brother Benjamin Cooley. I pray we would be a blessing to you today. saved us from our sins, our lives are now in God. We desire the Holy Word to order where we trod. All for Christ, yet anything for self we count as dross. We're pilgrims with a crown With our Bibles open again to 1 John chapter 5, verse number 19. First, a word of prayer. We'll read our text and we'll move from here quickly to our next thought concerning the world and its kingdom. Father, we come now in Jesus' name, asking you for grace and power to clearly present the truth as found in the written word of God. Thank you for first loving me and saving a wretch like me that I can now love you. And I ask my prayer in Jesus' name, and for his sake alone, amen and amen. First John 5, verse 19, And we know that we are of God, and the whole world lieth in wickedness. We are stressing this point concerning the world and its organization, or the kingdom of this world. We know the world to be that orderly, arranged system which is against God and decorated by Satan for the purpose of striking God from man's thinking and ruling God out of one's life. The world is at enmity with God. The world's kingdom is organized first under an architect. It has an organized head, even Satan, the prince of this world, the God of this age, who holds dominion within this sphere or kingdom. But then it has an army that must be dealt with. And this army is described in Ephesians 6 and verse number 12. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, 
but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. Under the organized head, even Satan, there is the organized host of fallen angels which are ordered into ranks and then stationed into their positions to do battle with the servants of the Lord. There is much more activity in the unseen world than we could ever imagine. Truly, we who are saved are in a spiritual warfare, and those who are lost are in darkness and death and dominion bound up within the prison and the territory of the kingdom of this world. We don't want to linger here, but I do want to say this, that over the nations of the world, and I believe even within regions, say for example, within the United States of America, there are posts, there are positions. I believe they are fallen angels placed as principalities, powers, rulers of the darkness of this world, spiritual wickedness in high places throughout this world. And you can go to the Old Testament and see some of this, the Prince of Persia and the different things that are mentioned in the book of Daniel. And you can find there proof that Satan has organized his host and he is striving to keep the nations of men in darkness. We battle these in prayer with the word of God and by the power of the Spirit, the world's kingdom, an architect, an army. But then we mention the age, thirdly. Galatians 1 and verse 4, and Titus 2 and verse number 12. Galatians 1, 4, speaking of Christ, who gave himself for our sins that he might deliver us from this present evil world. Then Titus 2 and 12, again, speaking of Christ and God's grace, which has appeared to all men, verse 12, teaching us that denying ungodliness and worldly lust, we should live soberly, righteously, and godly in this present world. We are living in the age of man and this world. The saints have been delivered out from under the devil's dominion and out of the devil's hand. Yet we tread within his hour or time. In these times of the Gentiles, we live in that period of time and that age where Christ's kingdom is not fully realized upon the earth, but only within the heart of the born-again believer. Luke 17, verses 20 and 21, Romans 14, verse 17, bears this out. But in a coming age, Christ's literal kingdom is coming. But thank God we also are living in the church age, in the age of grace. And God is calling out a people unto his name from among the Gentiles and from among the Jews And therefore, you have 
the church of God, and praise God, this age will culminate in judgment. The church will escape it, and Christ will return, set up his kingdom, and the devil's day will be done. But then we see the advance of this world's kingdom. Throughout the ages that we would call dispensations in our Bible, we can trace the devil's attempt to bring all under his rule and reign. You think of the flood in Noah's day, Genesis 6 and 5, then to the sons of Ham and the many vile nations which shall spring from them after the flood. Then you consider the rebellion of Nimrod and the Tower of Babel, Genesis 10, 6 through 20, and chapter 11, 1 through 9. And this on and on and on. Sodom and Gomorrah, Genesis 13, 13, Ezekiel 16, 49 through 50. But backing up to the Tower of Babel, the Tower of Babel was what I believe to be the beginning of secular humanism. And this defiant attempt to overrule God and establish a society without God and instead of God. Men were in direct disobedience to God's revealed will to scatter throughout the earth, and so God confounded their language and thus confused them all there at Babel. But from Nimrod's Babylon is the beginning of all religious paganism and the introduction of idolatry throughout the world. And then you go into Sodom and Gomorrah. Remember the awful society there and their abominable sins. Genesis 13, 13, Ezekiel 16, 49 through 50. You progress through the scriptures and you consider history as well. And you think of all the great world empires. And they display Satan's advance against God and righteousness and the coming Messiah throughout the ages. These would include that of Egypt. Find them in Exodus 1, verse 8, Deuteronomy 4, verses 14 through 20, Assyria, 2 Kings 15, 19 and 29, Babylon under Nebuchadnezzar, 2 Kings 24, and then also Daniel 1 and Daniel 7. There's the rise of the Medo-Persian Empire, Daniel 7, verse 5. There's the rise of the Grecian Empire, Daniel 7, verse 6. There's the rise of the Roman Empire, Daniel 7, 7 and 8. With each nation, the devil attempts to destroy God's name or God's people from the earth and at least, the very least, to corrupt the seed line of the Messiah. He introduces idolatry on every hand and at every turn. We see nothing different today except there's no one single great world dominating power, but rather a league of nations here and there, and then that greater league of the United Nations, the European Union, and we see the one world religion and government of Revelation 17 and 18 coming together piece by piece, block by block, it's being built. The scene is being prepared. The stage is being set for the devil's next attempt at world power and the worship of the peoples of this world. There will be that revived Roman Empire and that mystery, even Babylon the Great, Revelation 17, 1 through 6 and verse 9, Revelation 18, verses 1 through 5. And throughout the ages, Satan 
the God of this world and age, has been making his advance against the Lord. But with each attempt, his sinister plans are thwarted and foiled, and the promises of God and the plan of God comes through triumphant, according to God's mighty power and eternal purpose in Christ Jesus our Lord. It will be no different once the world's scene is ready for the Antichrist. And they say there's peace, peace, but there is no peace, and there's a false peace, and there's a treaty set up with Israel, and that treaty is then disregarded, disrespected, thrown aside, and the world turns against the people of God, and Christ will return. He will put down the enemies of God. He will chain up the devil, cast him down for a thousand years, and set up his glorious kingdom, Christ's kingdom, and rule with a rod of iron. And the age of this world's kingdom will come to naught in the rule of Christ Jesus our Lord. What a day that will be. Even so come, Lord Jesus is our plea. We thank you for making this ministry a part of your day. And in closing, we want to point you to the words of our Lord in Matthew chapter 4 and verse 4. He answered and said, It is written, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of God. And truly it is written. God's word, every word, presents us with truths to live by. You've been listening to Brother Benjamin Cooley. Please send all correspondence to Truths to Live By, P.O. Box 575, Harriman, Tennessee, 37748. Or you can email us at bmarkcooley at gmail.com. And finally, brethren, pray for us.